guys i'm bethany and i'm Kristen, and this is looking for the middle couch cast edition guys we are at the end of july next week i think it's next week right we start trading next week starts our deep dive into online dating and all all the things with it we're going to talk about things you should know before you get started i think that's next week 10 things you should know before you start online dating we're going to talk about most of the month is going to be spent talking about the different sites and i'm going to give you i've been doing a lot of research it's been really rough (laughs) what a sacrifice you're making for the people to do this um and talk to people and oh it's just been rough anyway no i'm joking um (laughs) no little violence (laughs) no i have been i have been on several sites they kept sending i was like well i'm just gonna go do a free thing so i can figure out what's the latest on this site so i can tell everyone and they would send me these things for like ridiculously cheap prices which that'll be one thing we talk about sign up for the free trial don't sign up and pay immediately because if you do a free version they will bombard you with emails and then deals will get better and better wait till it's at least 50 percent off is what i always say but anyway i'm getting ahead of myself that's not what we're here to talk about today but that's a preview of what's to come next month and i'm super excited about it so Kristen, keeper of the list. Yes. Keeper of the questions. Oh, I like that title. <laughs> Can I get a name, like a desk plate with that on it? Sure. Keeper of the list. Kristen Camp, keeper of the list. It's like my Sounds calling like in life. the North Pole. Yeah, for real. <laughs> Are you naughty or nice? Can we also talk about how Christmas is like four months away? <gasps> I'm so excited. Yeah. I know. I can't wait. Oh my gosh. Hallmark. We're going to the beach in a month at the end of this month. Last day of this month. Wonderful. Oh, yes. Or last day, last day of, of August. August. And then after that, might as well be Christmas. I mean, yeah. Let's just break out the tree. Fine with me. Okay. All right. Here we go. For real, though. What are we talking about? Not Christmas. (laughs) All right. Our question for today is, what do I do if my friend who is a believer starts dating someone who is a non-believer? Oh, you tell them to stop it. (laughs) And that's all we have for today. Thank you for joining. Thanks for joining us. We'll be back next month. Bethany's (laughs) Bite Size Advice. I'm looking for the middle. No, I Um, mean, we'll talk more about it, but it's going to come back to that. Yeah. Um, I first of all would love, I'd like to say that I love how caring this friend is that sent in that like you're genuinely seeking advice of like, how do I talk to my friend about Mm -hmm. this? Because that's a, that's a tough conversation. It is. I think how I would approach this. It probably will depend on a few things. One, how well you know this friend. Um, do you have the kind of relationship where you talk about this kind of stuff? Mm-hmm. If you don't, I'm not saying it alleviates you of responsibility of, of approaching them. I'm just saying how you go about it, yeah. that will play into it. There's value in having relational equity with somebody when you're having this deep of a conversation. Totally. So, yeah, that's a good point. Um, And then my other question would be when you say they've started dating someone who is an unbeliever is this someone who straight up says i am not a christian or is this someone that says they are seems like they are but you don't see fruit and you don't think they are because if the first one's the case it's a pretty easy conversation hey um friend I care about you. I want what's best for you. I know you want to honor the Lord. I know you want to pursue his will for your life. And he says clearly in his word, we're not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. 
that's a pretty i mean that's a pretty straightforward conversation Mm -hmm. but if you just don't really think he's a christian you're not really sure it doesn't really seem like it i think you have to be very careful because that can very easily be misconstrued as being judgmental as being self-righteous as being holier than thou you know all of those things so you have to be really careful one how you determine that you don't think he's a believer and two how you approach that with your friend regardless of how well you know them on that front don't you think i i 100 agree i think my one of the best things i've learned i've learned this from my old boss when i was in college and one of the best things he taught me was he always asked more questions mm. than he made statements when he was trying to help me work through something. 100% agree. And that is something, because I would get frustrated. I'm like, just tell me what to do. Like, <laughs> I don't want you to ask. I'm like, quit going all counselor on me, okay? Yeah. And he's a, he's a counselor now, yeah. which is really funny. But he would always just keep asking questions. And I'm like, just tell me. He's like, no, you have got to get to this on your own. Yeah. Because if I'm just telling you this, it's so much easier for you to be like, oh, I don't see it that way. Or I don't know. Mm-hmm. You've got to ask questions to get them to the point where they're understanding what's going on here. Yeah. And they're able to process it. Even if they can't answer your questions in the moment, you've planted those questions in their head to where they're starting to think through. Oh yeah. Like, like the first question that comes to my mind is like, okay, you, you know, what do you want in a future partner mm-hmm. in regards to their faith? Yeah. What kind of, per- and if well, you've said, times- if you've said before, or if your friend has said before, like, Oh, I really want a strong believer. Like, exactly. Okay. So why do you want to be with this guy? When from what we're seeing, we're not really seeing fruit of yeah. that. So what about him is drawing you to him because mm-hmm. he doesn't have this thing you've always said you've wanted yeah. and make them articulate that not make it like you don't have to you know force them down well, on the, you know yeah. tie them to a chair you're not leaving until you answer <laughs> my question. this is not interrogation but i think the more and i think it it pulls someone's defenses down too yeah. because this if this is something that if your friend's a strong believer they're aware whether they want to talk about it or not they're aware of what's yes, going on true and if you come in with these like accusatory statements or whatever the immediate the wall's gonna go up Oh, yeah. So if you can come in and be like, hey, I want to talk about so-and-so. Like, tell me about his faith. Like, what yeah. have, what have y'all talked about? And, you know, what fruit do you see in him? What, you know, what are some conversations y'all have had? Have y'all talked about this yet? Uh-huh. And you start kind of at a higher level of you're just curious. You're wanting yes. to know what kind of conversations have they had around faith. Because if he's saying he's a Christian, if it's the second scenario, like yes. you said, where he's saying he's a Christian, but we're not really seeing a whole lot of fruit then I think the more informed you are, the better. Mm-hmm. This may be a process. This isn't a yes. one Good conversation point. kind of a thing. It's okay, let's, I want to learn more about him. You know, what is his faith like? Does he go to church? Um, is he in community? Is he, you know, does he have a mentor? If he doesn't have any, okay, so is he wanting those things? Mm-hmm. Is he, you know, in a season where he's just not engaged like he has been before? Why is that? And you're learning while you're observing patterns, the more you're around. Now, obviously, yes. you don't even want to give it two years. <laughs> yeah. But this is in the early, yeah, early stages. But you're yeah. asking questions, you're curious, and you're observing. So then if it does get to the point where it's like, okay, this is concerning. Mm-hmm. And I've had to have this conversation before. Yeah. It is really tough. 
Yeah. Because like you said, you don't want to come across as like, oh, I'm, you know, the holier than thou, you know, one of the Christians in your life. And I don't think so-and-so is a believer. And to an extent, like you've got to be okay with you have this conversation or these conversations, Mm -hmm. but ultimately like you don't know this person's heart. Yeah. And you've got to trust that, okay, Lord, it's not my job to save this person. It's not my job to, you know, orchestrate events in my friend's life. I've got to trust that you are going to bring conviction where it's needed. I've got to trust that you are going to bring wisdom and discernment. And I can pray that my friend is sensitive to that. Yes. And and pray that they're listening to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. Once you have that, you're asking those questions and you're trying to figure out those things. And once you've had that conversation, you may have to just leave it in the Lord's hands and Mm -hmm. know, okay, I have brought this up. I have said this and Lord, I know you are sovereign and you are in control of this. And that may be where the conversation ends for you. That Mm -hmm. may be all you talk about. Yeah. Um, but I think if this is someone who's like a really good friend of yours and this is a prolonged thing and they are just really not seeing it, you know, I do think it is okay to have a conversation and say, Hey, I care about you. I want what's best for you. I want what the Lord says is best for you. And I know it's hard when you're in the middle of a situation to see it as objectively. And so I am saying this as your friend, like you want to really build in Mm -hmm. your motivation for wanting to talk to this person and really not convincing them of that, but convincing them of that at the first will make the rest of the conversation go so much better. So lead with, if it gets to that point, if you've talked about it, you've asked questions and you're still just like, I don't think they're seeing this. Mm -hmm. Start that ultimate conversation with really building up why you want to talk to them. Yeah. And then say, look, I, and, and you need to have not like this laundry list of reasons, but you need to be able to say, okay, I think this because yeah, here is a reason. Here is what it is. Not just, eh, he just doesn't seem to be that great. Mm-hmm. That's not going to get you anywhere. No, no, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And yeah, I think if you can come in and be like this, this, if you can kind of make it, this sounds manipulative, but it's not. Yeah. Like speak from your perspective yes. because that's all you have. Good point. So you can say, Hey, I've seen this yeah. or I've noticed this. Mm-hmm. And as your friend, it just kind of concerned me a little bit. Yeah. And I wanted to talk to you about it, you know, wanted to get your thoughts uh-huh. and I'm here if you want to talk. Yeah. Kind of a thing. But bringing it to the light. But you've, in a way, you've, you've only got your perspective and you've only got your experience. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and the conversation doesn't have to be here are the reasons I think you should stop dating so and so. Right. Almost frame it. And I know it's a small thing, but frame it as here are the reasons I'm concerned if you were to continue dating him. Mm-hmm. Like, then it's not you telling your friend, hey, I think you should break up with your boyfriend. Yeah. Because we've talked about on here before of like, you know, we've had questions like, what if he reads a different version of the Bible than I do? Yeah. Or what if he thinks differently about this? Like having different convictions and not actually being a Christian. Very different. Things. Very different. And so like where we've talked about before, you know, there may be some things you can work through that are mm-hmm. different. 
as a couple, you being a believer and him not being a believer is not something you can work through. No. And that's a, we also talk about there are black and white things in the Bible. There are great things in the Bible. This is a very black and white thing. <laughs> we can quote yes. that verse. <laughs> Bethany already did yeah. twice. <laughs> and, you know, we're not to be unequally yoked with unbelievers. Yeah. And practically, when you take, look at me thinking practically look and logically, you. <laughs> you take a step back here and you look at your future, which we yeah. girls love to do. What's it going to be like when you're married to a guy who doesn't share your faith and you're making mm-hmm. decisions for a family? You're raising children. Yeah. You know, how you handle your finances, uh-huh. all the, di- how you spend your time, how you treat other people. Literally everything yeah. about your life is filtered through your faith as a Christian. Mm-hmm. And if you are connected with somebody so intimately and deeply through the covenant of marriage and they don't share that with you, it yeah. is going to be so difficult. And things that shouldn't be as difficult yeah. are going to be magnified in their difficulty because you don't share that together. Because exactly. a lot of times you think about like, when I have my friend, this is with friends who are believers, guys have dated uh-huh. with their faith. I know like, okay, even though we disagree on this, or even if we're not seeing, I know that we have this in common. We have the most important thing in common is that we're both We've both surrendered our lives to the Lord. We want to serve him. We love him. We want to point others to him. We want to be obedient to him. And so we can fall back on that. Yeah, because it will shape how you approach those differences, those yeah. difficulties, all of those things. And when you're both coming at something, like, it's it's a unifying thing in that you're in the middle of a disagreement. You're in the middle of wanting different things and you don't see eye to eye. So you're going in opposite directions on the, on that. But when you take it to its core of you're both saying, okay, the one thing we want absolutely more than anything else is to honor the Lord here. Mm-hmm. Whatever this decision is, we want to honor the Lord. Mm-hmm. And you disagree about how to go about that, but you are unified in the, the motivation that's what you really want. Yeah. And it's a powerfully diffusing thing, I absolutely. think. When you fall back on that and you're not living in your fleshly desires of the moment, your anger and whatever else you put that off and put on a desire to honor the Lord. But when the person you're dating doesn't have that, well, you're going to continue on this trajectory of going in different directions. And that's just not, it's not going to set up well for a marriage relationship down the road. No. Well, exactly what you just said as a Christian, you, you know, by the grace of God and through the Holy Spirit, you have the ability to overcome the desires of your yeah. flesh. If he's not a believer, he does not have that. That's not even a possibility. Mm-hmm. Good point. And so that's yeah. something my dad's always talked about where like, you know, a lot of times we as believers get frustrated yeah. when unbelievers that are, you know, we're friends with or we're right. close to or in our family act. Us. He's like, you can't expect them to act as if they have something convicting them on the inside because they don't. It's so true. They do yeah. not have the Holy Spirit that is convicting them the same way he's convicting you. Mm-hmm. And so the expectation can't be the same. Mm-mm. And that goes for if you're dating or married to someone who isn't a believer. And that's like exactly what you just said. It's going to be really tough when you can take a step back from what your flesh wants and he right. can't. Yeah. So... It's not just a matter of who he doesn't want to. Yeah. He literally. Yeah. You can't. And yeah. that is just not a trajectory you want to start a relationship no. out on. No. And so, 
yeah, that would be my encouragement. Start asking questions. Mm-hmm. Start in that, because it's a humble posture to yes. go with. It is not a holier than thou, no. you know, and type And like you said, thing. it's a caring thing yeah. too. Make your motivation known that you're doing this because you care about your friend yeah. and you want what's best for them. And those conversations may need to get more pointed as time goes on. Yeah. Uh, so what you're really getting at, but I think that's okay. And mm-hmm. your approach, you know, I'm sure I'm not the only one whose mother told her growing up, it's not what you say, it's how you say it. Mm. And this is very much one of those times. Definitely. <laughs> I would a hundred percent agree with that. So yeah, if you're a friend going through this, we hope this is helpful because it's 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 tricky, it is. but I think it's great that you have that care for your friend that you want to have this conversation with them, and that's what really matters. So, absolutely. All right, guys, we'll wrap it there. That concludes our couch casts for the month of July. We will be back next week with our first installment of our online dating extravaganza, <laughs> as I'm calling it unofficially. Um, so just keep hanging around for that it's gonna be a fun fun (laughs) month i'm going to be grilling bethany about all this fun time it's gonna be so great (laughs) but we hope y'all will stay tuned for that but until then i'm Kristen, and i'm bethany and this is looking for the middle Mm